0: Well, hello, friends. It's good to be together with you again. Uh, I'm Alan Kasaka, and I'm here with my beautiful, wonderful, amazing wife, Mary. <laughs> hello, hello. It's good to, again, come to you on this, our eighth episode mm-hmm. and uh, of the Solid Love Podcast. Yes. And last uh, time, we talked about Grace in the Home. We began our series on Grace in the Home. And we talked about the manner of speech, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Our conduct, our manner of speech, um, and the ways we are with each other in terms of behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really crucial in terms of of having uh, grace in the home. Right. And so, this episode, uh, we we are going to be focusing on something that's very interesting. It's it's actually something going on in our culture, and uh, it's called LAT. Yeah. What, what is that all about? It's a,
1: a new phenomenon.
0: <laughs> living apart what? Living
1: apart together, L-A-T. I guess you can redefine anything. So the word together doesn't mean together anymore. <laughs> that's,
0: that's crazy. I mean, yeah. living apart together. So they're married. Yes. But they live in separate
1: homes. Homes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Husband and wife each have their own place.
0: Yeah, this is a trend mm-hmm. that's been going on in the country. Um, they're saying that about four million couples, about three percent of married couples, mm-hmm. um, are living this way, and that's up twenty five percent from two thousand to two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. um, and that that's just amazes me. But anyway, let's go into what this phenomenon is about. Well, mm-hmm. what is this all about, Mary? What 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 is this living apart together?
1: Well, according to these articles we've read. Uh, this is couples who have decided yeah. uh, that they would have different residences mm-hmm. um, and they would um, pursue their own hobbies, hobbies and... and whatever else they want to pursue uh-huh. and live independently from each other, but they want to stay married.
0: Yeah,
1: And um, this is just... The phenomenon. What's interesting is the article says that it was has been largely driven by women seeking independence. Yes. These women are seeking uh, uh, independence and personal space.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and they're saying that this has given them, this LAT lifestyle has enabled them to pursue their own interests and self-fulfillment. These are the things that the articles have said. Um, yeah, that's what LAT is. I think it's interesting that it's been driven by women. Mm. And um, it looks like the husbands are along for the ride. Okay. Um, and uh, it really does smack right in the face of what Scripture says. A question that I have that none of the articles that we read addressed was the effect on children.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah.
1: So many things in life. It's interesting. In modern culture, there are so many things that... Adults do and pursue for their own benefit, largely without regard to the effect on unconsenting, innocent children who have absolutely no say in the matter, and uh, we don't. Who will certainly, most certainly, be affected by this? Um,
0: Yeah, and and it's interesting, you know, when you say it's mainly driven by women, but even beyond that, what's, what's really driving this is, is what personal mm-hmm. hap- right. happiness, right? Right. Personal happiness. And so it, it, it really demeans the whole aspect of the meaning and the purpose of marriage, right?
1: Yes. And I think what's interesting here is there is a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these marriages are experiencing difficulty. And what they're seeing is a symptom. The symptom is, I don't feel happy, I don't feel self-fulfilled, whatever it is, whatever verbiage you want to assign to it, right. that's a symptom. But you have to properly diagnose what is the problem that's causing the symptom. Correct. And so uh, when we look at what Scripture says, and well, backing that up, once you diagnose what the pro- the actual problem is, then we look at what Scripture says is the solution, and if you come up with the wrong solution, you're not going to get the, the outcome that you're hoping you're going to get.
0: Exactly. And I think that's an important word the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these marriages were, you know, short term, you know, they've been married six years or whatever. Right. And uh, they're saying, you know, they claim that they found their true selves.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, some kind of fulfillment, personal fulfillment in in having this arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um and and so, you know, when we look at scripture, uh when we look at Proverbs fourteen twelve, it yes. says there is a way that seems right to a man, but
1: in the end in
0: the end it leads to death. It leads to death. It leads to death. Right. So so these these culture this cultural phenomenon, though it, it sounds rather novel, mm-hmm. right? Right. and, right. Quaint, and people by their own testimony are claiming that it's fulfilling to them, uh, the outcome uh, of this, which will be seen down the road, yeah. um, is not going to be what they think.
1: You're right. It won't be what they think. And furthermore, really, when they're, if you're avoiding problems, and one of the writers talked about this, that <clears throat> this phenomenon of living apart together mm-hmm. is really potentially, mm-hmm. and I think uh, probably, avoiding Mm-hmm. what the real problems are. Yes. Again, you have symptoms of some type of problematic thing in your marriage.
0: Yeah.
1: and But instead of really dealing with the symptoms, finding out the root cause of those symptoms, mm-hmm. they're replacing instead mm-hmm. uh, this separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this separation is masquerading mm-hmm. as a noble pursuit, yeah. as opposed to really... Uh, it's really actually a failure. Yep. It's a failure.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah. absolutely, absolutely. It's,
1: it uh, smacks in the face of uh, what we see in Genesis 2. Yes. Where when the first marriage was performed, when God wed Adam and Eve together, and he said that they should, therefore a, a, a man shall leave his father and mother. And Cleave. And cleave. To his wife, and the two would become one flesh. One
0: flesh, exactly.
1: And that's in Genesis two twenty four. No. Yeah. So uh, I failed to see the leaving and cleaving in this situation.
0: Exactly, exactly. And 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 again, the whole approach again is centered on this idea that my personal fulfillment mm-hmm. is of ultimate value right. before anything else, mm-hmm. and it, it it flies in the face. Of the christian virtue of self-denial absolutely right Uh, matthew 16 24 through 26 you know anyone that comes after jesus jesus said they must deny themselves yeah you know for those who seek to save their lives will indeed lose it right right so it's this in the kingdom of god everything is just upside down to the world yes right and Mm -hmm. and so in the marriage relationship it's not about me it's not about my personal fulfillment you know, the man is called to love his wife as Christ loved the church. How did Christ love the church? He gave himself for the church mm-hmm. on a cross yeah. to redeem her. Yeah. And so the husband's call, it's, it's really, the, you know, the bar is Christ right? and his example. Mm-hmm. And we, we get our example for marriage in terms of how we relate to each other from how Christ relates to the church and so similarly the wife. I mm-hmm. mean it's 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 a sacrifice on both. And we talk about this in our earlier episodes about the roles of a husband and wife. It's sacrificial. Right. It's not about my personal happiness
1: mm-hmm. first. Right.
0: The fulfillment comes through laying down one's life.
1: Yes, which is such a such a paradigm, a paradox. You know, it's not what people would expect.
0: Exactly. But
1: but Christianity is, like you just said, it's mm-hmm. upside down mm-hmm. from what the world yes. uh thinks and acts on.
0: But you think about it, even in just in just normal life, the things that, that people really, really um find most noble and worthy <clears throat> of extolling are those instances and examples of people that have sacrificed.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, you see that in war, right. Right. We see that. That's why we honor soldiers right. because of the sacrifice they've given for their country, and we see that even even people in public services that have done a, a lot to sacrifice mm-hmm. of their own well being for the sake of others. You know, we esteem them highly, yes. and we see that all over. But I think the ultimate example is really in Christ. Right. There's yeah. no other higher example. No. And and I wanted to point out. You pointed out, you know, you know the effect on the children. Oh. Right? The effect right. on the children. Mm-hmm. One, we see that, you know, you have this kind of s- picture of marriage that you're living separately. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're each individual units. You're here and you're over there and I'm pursuing my life and, and you're pursuing your life and your hobbies and whatever. What example does this give to the children? Right. and where, marriage. And
1: where do they live? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you know I mean, we already know what uh children of divorce yeah. deal with, yeah, spending a weekend with daddy or or a summer or you know all the back and forth that happens, and they have to have their home is in two places, and all of this yeah. upheaval for them,
0: yeah
1: um but that was not even brought up in these articles, no. which I thought was. Uh, an indictment on the articles, really. It's it's very not thorough.
0: It's not thorough at all. Yeah, they're masking. Mm-hmm. You know, these oh. these the the, the the effects and the outcomes, not on just the children, but what about the husbands? Yeah, I mean, they say this this is mostly again
1: driven by women. Driven
0: by women. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's it's this whole idea of of taking away this biblical role that men have of protecting, mm-hmm. right? of protecting and providing for, right? It takes right. away so I can I can survive here by myself. Right. I don't need you.
1: Right. Right. That's
0: that's that's what's just being communicated, oh, right? Yeah. I don't need you to survive. Right. I can survive on my own, with my own career, with my own pursuits. And so the husband's role of protecting and providing is taken away.
1: Right. Yeah. And it's all in the name of independence. Yeah. But really we know from biblical scripture yeah. that independence is not a goal in yeah. marriage. Right. Interdependence. They put it in one of the articles they talked about codependency. Yeah. 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 Which really sounds like um I mean, I'm I'm a codependent. That sounds like something you hear in Alcoholics Anonymous or something. You know, codependence. Um, yeah. Yeah. but yeah but really yeah. it's Yeah, I
0: can even quote it here. Right here. go ahead. You know, this this lady here is saying uh, again, I mean, she's talking about you know the things that have benefited her from this. Says, but what I learned was that it wasn't healthy to be so codependent. Mm. I knew it was a problem when I was never available for my friends <laughs> because I would rather be with my husband. I wouldn't work out because I'd rather watch TV with my husband. I will revolve my entire life around him and his schedule. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is that I mean, a problem? Certainly, she should still
1: work out, and maybe <laughs> maybe she could influence him toward a little bit less TV. Yeah. But uh, but again, she makes it code. The codependent concept yeah. is like um, uh, a bad. Le- well, it's along the lines of we're codependent. we're, we're both. Um, I think the implication of codependency is we are both influencing each other toward bad things.
0: Right, right, right. Whereas, and it's, it's like it's, it's a term that comes out of psychology. Right, and all exactly, that. exactly. Yeah, exactly. But
1: that is that is what's implied in yeah. that word. Whereas I would say biblical marriage is interdependent. Interdependent, yeah. Yeah, dependent. Yeah. Where we choose yes. to rely on each other and to give to each other mm-hmm. the things that the other one cannot do or cannot give. Yeah. Or we just choose to outserve, as we talked about earlier on in one of the episodes. Yeah. The, you know, marriage. God raises the bar, and um, we are to outserve each other, and laying down our lives joyfully and mm-hmm. with, on purpose, with
0: purpose. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Just like Jesus did. Just like Jesus and did,
0: and and we're not alone. No. We're not alone in in a in a covenant relationship. A Christian marriage, you know, Christ is involved as well. Mm-hmm. And this is where, when we talk about dependence, is the idea that we we do have the resources of heaven with us. We mm-hmm. have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and each of us, as we rely on the Holy Spirit and His strength. We're able to actually do what God has called us to do, yeah. which is so appealing and so amazing.
1: And it provides fulfillment that we could never imagine. That's that, the other thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it, it provides over and above, uh, you know, going out with all your girlfriends or <laughs> yeah. pursuing my hobbies. You know, um, I think at the end of your life, yeah. you know, when, when people think about what they're going to look back on fondly, hmm uh, is it really going to be um,
0: about about
1: you- your hobbies, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or all the times you went out with all your girlfriends? Right. I mean, nothing wrong with relationships with girlfriends, but yeah. but good relationships with good girlfriends mm-hmm. would be someone that would be women who would spur me on mm-hmm. toward love and good deeds, yeah. being a better person, not right. not a more selfish one, because I am I am wired, yeah. Uh, For selfishness.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to put the relationships in their order of priority. Heck yeah. Right? The marriage relationship is at the apex.
1: Absolutely.
0: Everything flows from there. It doesn't mean you can't have friends. Of course not. But the marriage relationship comes first. Right. It trumps all other relationships.
1: Except for the relationship with Jesus himself. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: That's right. It trumps all other, except the one with, with the Lord Jesus. But... But in terms of our human relationships.
1: Yeah, even even our relationship with our kids.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it does trump our relationship with our kids. It and, does. and that's a whole other topic, yeah. right? Child centered parenting. Right, right. Yeah. But but again, I think this is a, a misreading of that idea of what's priority here? Mm-hmm. Is it is it my personal needs? Is it my friends over here? That I can have my own you know, no, no. The Bible talks about the two shall become one. Right. The two shall become one. One, we are united in spirit and purpose, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah,
0: we have we're on the same trajectory together. Right. You're building a family together, you're building lives spiritually together, you're building a home together, mm-hmm. and it's the bedrock of society, really. Yeah, as you raise your kids and generations that come after you, uh, in the knowledge of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So. Again, in Christian marriage, we have Jesus as our example, our model, our role model. And I think Philippians Mm 2 just hits the ball out of the park in. in,
0: Oh, yeah. uh, One of my favorite. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: In highlighting this for us. So let's think about some of these things. So Paul is writing to the people in Philippi, and he's telling them um, to be like minded with Jesus, to have a like thinking having the same love and being one Mm -hmm. in spirit and purpose. Now, Mm -hmm. again, this is one with God, not necessarily one with your husband or wife. Um, And he's telling us how to do that, how to imitate Jesus. And he says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each one should look not only to your own interests.
0: Boom, right there.
1: Bam, mic drop.
0: Mic drop, not but only also, to your own interests. Yeah,
1: but oh. also to the interests of others.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And then he goes on, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And I always think, if Jesus did this, why would I think myself above, above. doing yeah. it, right?
0: Yep, yep. So,
1: okay, here's my attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who... Jesus, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a
0: cross. And look what happened. Mm. The Bible says that therefore God exalted Jesus, him, to the highest place, And gave him the name that is above every name, and so you see this paradox, really, right? Mm -hmm. That exaltation comes through humbling, right? And sacrifice brings exaltation, and this is what we see in Christ, and and we see that Lord in 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 James. You know, Mm -hmm. James talks about uh, humbling ourselves before the Lord, and He will lift us up. Right. So in closing. I just want to remind us again about grace in the home. Right. This is all about grace. God enables us to do what he's called us to do Mm -hmm. as husbands and wives through the power of his grace. We have his spirit. We've already talked about that. And and God even says in scripture that he opposes the proud but gives grace Mm. to the humble. And so when we think about this whole pursuit of our personal happiness it flies in the face of this. Yeah. And so I would urge we would urge all of you that are out there that are listening, it's really important that we set our priorities where they need to be. Yeah. It's not about me.
1: No.
0: It's not about me. I mean you may be uh, you know, a mom in the home, you're just newly married, you've just gotten your children, you know, first child and it's just crazy. You know? <laughs> Mary yeah. you know about that. <laughs> Yeah. Right?
1: It's crazy. It's it crazy and <laughs> crazy t- good, but crazy. But crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Oh yeah. But now that our children are grown mm-hmm. and you look back, was it worth it? Oh my goodness.
1: Uh, uh, absolutely and times 10. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course.
0: So stay the course. Stay yeah. the course, mm-hmm. husbands and wives. Just stay the course. I read it somewhere where Paul said God told him my grace is sufficient. Yes, Amen. His, his grace is sufficient, and you will see the reward down the road mm-hmm. of your faithfulness. Amen. God will bless it, mm-hmm. and so we thank you for uh, your tuning in, listening to us this time, and uh, we're praying continually that your homes and your lives would be thoroughly and maximally blessed in Christ. God bless you all. Bye bye. Bye bye.